Hey, Lars. I can't hear you yet. I can't hear you, so I'm not sure. Um, oh, you're muted, that's why. Can I unmute you? Unmute. Ah, okay. Hey. No, it's perfect. It's a wonderful idea to yeah. meet. Yes. Yeah, so we can see all participants. I know. That is really a wonderful idea. Yeah, it's exciting. All right. I'm just getting set up here. Yeah, okay. I mute myself and then I can. <laughs> you see how you can mute and unmute? Yeah, yeah, I see it. Yeah, I think the system may do it naturally i don't i don't know how it works really we're gonna we're gonna figure it out i'm an adventurer i just go for it you know yeah this is wonderful. okay good great it's a great picture on my end are you getting a good picture a very good picture perfect picture yeah oh here comes somebody else oh wonderful we'll see I'm learning my ways around it here. Okay, so there, everybody's coming in muted. That's what's happening. Um, hey there, whoever just joined. Is it me? <laughs> oh, hey, Carla. Mm -hmm. Welcome. We're getting settled mm, in. Thank you. I'm I'm not in the computer, but I'm here. Okay. Mm -hmm. There's no requirement to be on the computer. <laughs> okay. It's pretty nice though. I can see each other. We're pretty happy about that. It's a beautiful. I don't know. You you can't see me, can you? Nope. <laughs> um. So I'm on the phone, so you can't see me, right? How could we see you if you're on the phone? I don't know the camera, but it's on the back. I mean, I don't know. They have a camera where you can see from the front or the back. So I don't know. I don't know. We had a we had a camera installed in your house. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Is this you and me so far? No, I, Lars and I are, are enjoying each, the oh, view Lord. of each other. Oh. That's a good color on you. Is that black? Mm -hmm. I thought it was brown, Lars. One moment. It's, oh. yeah, it's brown. Yeah, it's it looks brown. great on you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm excited for our class. We've pretty, pretty soon, I, you know, I think it'll take some people a couple of minutes to um to get it to, to get the in with the technology so we'll just have a little bit of patience we're still a couple minutes to start time yeah <laughs> i think it's going to be such a difference for our class that we can all see each other 
Yes, it might also be a good idea for a community call, I think, if it's well, possible. Well, that's it. That's it. I want to move all the community calls to Zoom. I move everything to Zoom. Because I must really say I feel more comfortable, even with my prayer partners, when I see a picture of them. It's much more personal for me. Exactly. And, and isn't this better than Skype? Much better. Much better. I don't know why it's so much better, but it's much, much better. The quality of the voice is better and the picture is also better. In Skype is a little bit, yeah, they are sometimes difficult. There are the interruptions all the time and sometimes it's really hard to understand each other. Right. Especially when the connection of the other person is not so strong. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to look at some other microphones too. Um. <clears throat> Because I don't like wearing a headset that much. I normally wear a big headset. Um, but I might look at some other kinds of microphones. Um, yeah, but I'm, I'm very impressed with the, uh, the technology. Um, yeah, so I guess we'll start getting some more people here right now. And... Um, yeah. I had a nice time in Germany, Lars. I can you imagine? <laughs> it was lovely. It great. Yeah, it was so great. Elena came. Yeah, I've seen the pictures. Yeah. It's really wonderful to meet all people from all over the world. Wonderful. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. oh, we got another person on the phone. Let me unmute them. I have to figure out why everybody's muted. I think you can self-mute. Uh, um, I wonder how you self-mute on the phone. Carla, did you get instructions about how to self-mute your, on the, well, I guess you can do it on your phone. Yeah. Yeah, I just hit mute, I guess, but uh, you know, if I didn't have an iPhone, I don't know. I mean. No. Hmm. We don't know who the people are, so. I don't know how we'll do with raising hands. We'll have to figure that out. So, um, when people can you program them in? Can you program in the phone like the other like instant health seminar? You you know right? You can you can say who it is after you realize who it is. You can put it in the computer, right? I don't know. We'll find out. Uh. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I guess in the account. Okay, that's one thing we can have people do. I can have my team do is add all the masterful living people. Yeah. Cool. All right. So we've got uh, someone. Uh, I'm going to unmute everybody. Oh, I can rename them. I get it. I can rename. Okay, so this is Carla. No, I'll just. <laughs> All right, so I'm renaming Carla. So who came in on 312, phone ending in 3121? Hi, this is Kazi. Hey, Kazi. That's my number. Hey. <laughs> So for those of us on the screen, we, uh, uh, Lars and I are on video. And thanks for everybody's patience. Who came in on phone number ending 7901? 
Oh, wait, I gotta unmute you. Hang on. Oh, keep hitting the wrong button. I'll, I'll get used to this. Okay, now you're unmuted. So who came in on the 310 number? Me, Mary Christine. All right. So, so far, me and Lars are the only ones on video, but uh, we're loving it. Yes, oh, it's okay, okay, so great. I'm going to unmute you. Oh. <laughs> All right, so now you can hang up the phone. If you, do you have, Mary Christine, do you have um, audio on your computer? Were you talking to me? Yes. There uh, you go. I can hear you. Okay, great. Yeah, we want to be able to hear you. <laughs> there. Yeah. How does it look Ooh, on your screen? screen? What did you say? How does it look on your screen? It looks great. Nice. Now... <clears throat> There is, um, if you look in the top right corner of your screen, if you go up there, you can see um, there's, you, you can do different views. So you can do the gallery view or the speaker view. Got it. Just so you can have your personal preferences. And it seems like it's not picking up any excess noise around anyone. So that's great. And just for those of you, uh, Kazi and Carla on the phone, um, the picture is spectacular, pretty much. Um, and um, how does it look to you, Mary Christine? It's beautiful. Isn't it? Yes. And you're not just saying that because it's me. <laughs> no, I'm not. Isn't it nice to be able to see each other? It's like a um it's like watching a movie. It's that clear. Yeah, it really is. And so what we'll do is we'll um people can um on the replay, people will put the audio into the podcast like normal. And um but we'll also have the video so that um people can um, watch, they can watch it if they wish. So we'll, we'll figure out how to post that onto the, um, the web pages. Yeah. And you know, the great thing is, is you can still come in on your, your computer if you wish. And, um, there is a way to, and I'm not seeing it here, but I'm sure there is a way to um, uh, cancel the video. You know, because if, if, if you're showing up in your um, pajamas or whatever, you know, or you have naked people, half-naked people walking around in the background. It's all good. It's all God. Well... I, I, I bet we'll have some more people joining us. I hope so. And um, in the meantime, uh, let's, let's start with a prayer. Oh, 
So, <clears throat> so grateful and so thankful for the love of God revealing itself as our life, as our very precious life. So grateful and so thankful to open our hearts and open our minds to the power and the presence of love. We are grateful and we are thankful to open ourselves to an unlimited, unprecedented flow of divine wisdom and clarity. What I know is that we consciously partner up with the higher Holy Spirit self to remember and recognize the mighty I am presence leading us and guiding us now and forever. We are consciously choosing our awakening and our ascension. We are consciously choosing to allow ourselves to be informed by the spirit. We are consciously choosing to disconnect from the beliefs, the false, the imagined, the illusion, and to remember our true identity in spirit, that we are already perfect, whole, and complete. We are truly, truly grateful that God is all that there is. <clears throat> truly, truly grateful that there is just this one life and we are living it together. Pure spirit revealing itself as perfection. So grateful to dedicate our conversation and our time today, our energy today, to liberating not just ourselves, but everyone, because we are one with them. So grateful that we naturally share the benefits with all. So grateful that we're choosing to live a life that brings such benefit. In gratitude, we allow the healing to be. In gratitude, we know it's done. And so it is. Amen, amen, amen. Beautiful. <clears throat> so, uh, I, I wanted to begin with something that it says in A Course in Miracles is that uh, Okay, I'm going to get used to being distracted by the visual <laughs> and just so it's normal to me. Um, in A Course in Miracles, in the teacher's manual, it says that the teacher of God, and we were talking about this in the uh, year three class, I think, the other day, uh, that the teacher of God is anyone who has at any point in their existence had a, uh, an experience where they were with someone else or thinking of someone else and realizing that there was no separation, that their concerns are my concerns, that a sense of oneness, no matter how fleeting it was, that sense of oneness and union, is what instantly turns someone into a teacher of God if they would like to be one. So I love that because we've all had that. So we've all can be a teacher of God if we like to be. And so what is the teacher of God doing but really representing God, representing love, representing the truth? That's what 
the teacher of God does. Uh, so, you know, you've heard me say um, that we're always teaching the efficacy of our choices in every single moment because everyone is watching, everyone is listening, everyone is observing. And if we make a, a positive, healthy choice, then people see that and go, oh, that's how that works. That, that's the, those are the benefits of making healthy, positive choices. And if we make negative choices, self-destructive choices, people see that as well and say, oh, okay, those are the consequences of making those choices. So in every moment, everybody's watching, everybody's learning from everyone else. So, and of course, all our minds are joined. So we're sharing the, the learning through that infrastructure of the one mind. And in the teachings of St. Germain, he tells us that as soon as we become interested in ascension, in awakening, we're on that path. We are on that path. So we are all on the path. We could judge how we are on the path or where we are on the path, but we're definitely on the path. And so that is our, our gift, that we don't have to go through some uh, rituals, some, have some uh, magic chant. We don't have to have some secret code or some kind of tapping code or something in order to be on the ascension pathway. All we have to do is recognize this is our opportunity, this is what we're choosing, and we're on it. We're on it. We're firmly on it. And the thing that I find so comforting in the teachings that we have read of the masters is that they all tell us that they have done this as well. They've walked the same path we're walking. And most of them really walked it at a much more difficult time when things were much more hidden, much more secret, uh, a lot of them. And so, uh, like I think of St. Francis, and uh, I was so touched by him in his life when I was there in uh, Assisi, because he was there really at a time of tremendous darkness in humanity. And uh, his walk was not easy and he didn't make it easy. He wasn't guided to make it easy. He was guided to really demonstrate how much a person could desire it. You know, he desired the stigmata, he got the stigmata. And walking barefoot, uh, through those cobblestone streets, even in the wintertime. I don't know. You know, I think I don't even want to go a day without moisturizer you know, on my face. And he did uh, his walk, amazing walk uh, in life. So we, we have this incredible assistance. We have this incredible energy that's pulling us. You've heard me read, no doubt, several times from A Course in Miracles where it talks about the energy of and the desire of the people on the other side of that rainbow bridge. Their force of energy, their force of love pulling us across the bridge will get us there. So when we add to that our own desire for our ascension and awakening, it's going to happen. So what I can honestly say is that um, 
the, the fuel that really feeds that fire. The fire is there. <clears throat> the fuel that feeds it is our desire. And so every day for us to take even just a couple of minutes and really affirm, this is my desire. This is my passion. I truly desire to wake up. Now, we, I think as part of our experience, we are looking at, I'm going to just take a moment here, because we've had a couple people joining us on video. We've got, uh, that looks like Lawrence. It is Lawrence. Hey, Lawrence. You can unmute yourself there. There's a mute button in the lower left corner if you have microphone. And... Uh, some folks may wish to also, uh, if you don't have the technology on your computer, you can uh, call in on the phone while also having the video on your computer. But some people may not be able to figure out the microphone technology on the computer. So I would say as a backup, you can also call in on the phone. Uh, so we're giving folks a, a moment here to, uh, Carla has her camera, I think, intentionally pointed at the ceiling. So while she's figuring that out. So for those, uh, for, for uh, Kazi on the phone, you don't, you're not seeing what we're seeing. We'll, we'll get this worked out, but I thought, let's just go for it. You know, we're the go for it people, Ascension Pathway, we're going for it. Let's go for it. And so I appreciate your willingness to... Uh, to go for it. And we can edit this call so that uh, some of this stuff is edited out. And um, so, Carla, do you have any questions about the technology or anything? I have you on the computer and on the phone both. And I, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I have lots of questions, but we're, uh, I'm listening. Okay. How about you, Lawrence? Um, what's the question? I'm just wondering if you have any questions about the technology or anything. Uh, I just this second got connected. Yep, yep, um, yep. I see you. Yeah. Okay, I see you too. Yeah, it's um, nice. And I'll just tell you, up in the top right corner, you can, there's a speaker view and there's the gallery view. So, uh, I, which view do you like, Lars? I have the gallery view. Yep. So, um, yeah, you can mm -hmm. just pick whichever view that you like. like. Oh, I see. So you can switch back and forth and just see which one works for you. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm, I'm self-conscious. I noticed. Yeah, I think we'll all be self-conscious for a little while and then we'll get over it, you know? Okay. okay. Yeah, self-conscious for a little while. But, you know, this is just as we get to get rid of our attachments that, um, you know, believe me, 
when I was preparing, um, I thought, oh, I, I'll put a little, uh, uh, a little mascara on, you know, before class, which I might not normally do. And um, I take my glasses off all the time, mostly because I don't really like having them on my face when just generally, except for when I'm reading something um, or looking at something detailed. Uh, so yeah, we'll just get over those kinds of things. And uh, that's, that's life, you know, and we'll probably have experiences where we realize we're picking our nose and then remember, oh, I'm on camera, you know. <laughs> behind me was the bathroom, so I moved to my bed. Yeah, and I realized that uh, I was, I was going to do the class in a different room, and then I realized, oh, the lighting's not very good in there. Uh, that won't really work because I'm not going to want to put the, the – because a lot of times I just put the um, computer on a table or on the floor where it's kind of away from me, and um, – because uh, I don't really refer to it that much. I mean, I'm watching the screen, but I can do it from a, a distance. And um, so I just ran into here, and there's a bed in this room here. Um, I guess I could have set it up that way, but whatever. Um, yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll make all these adjustments and figure all these things out. But I, I think it's worth it. I do think it's worth it. How are you feeling about seeing everybody, Carla? Oh, it's interesting. It's interesting. It's sweet to see people. Yeah. It's, it's, it's nice to put a, put a picture to a voice. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think that the people who call in on the phone, if you're going to you call, and, and you can turn your camera off. That's another thing. I don't know how you do that, but you can turn your camera off. So it's at the bottom of the screen. It's the bottom of your screen. If you put your mouse cursor down at the bottom of the screen, it says mute and unmute and stop video and video. Okay, great. Got it. Okay, I didn't want to try to stop video for myself because I didn't know if that would stop the recording. No, it's just the picture. Got it. And then it shows on my screen, it shows, when I stop the picture, it shows Mary Christine there. Right. Okay. Yeah, we saw that. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So, yeah. There you go, no. Carla. Yeah. <laughs> Fun. Yeah. Yeah. I it was so, it was, can I speak? I just want to, because I, I know, I realized, I woke up at five o'clock and something woke me up and I'm like, and I know why it's to do this, but I didn't do it, right? So I'm fine. But I, but I realized a lot of things came up for me, like stories where you talked about in Masterful Living last night, the class about the, um, the explanation, having to explain yourself or whatever that, and I'm, I'm like a big explainer. <laughs> I'm huge on that, or have been, you know, it seems like, but, um, and, and so I have, I have this old shot glass collection behind me, uh, I can't see it now, but, uh, from years ago, and I'm like, I, I go, oh, what happened, um, I don't want to have a camera because I want everybody to see my shot glass collection. It's like I'm a heavy drinker. <laughs> it's just interesting. 
all the stuff that came up, I'm like, it's uh, a lot. <laughs> yeah. I can't really tell what those are. Uh-uh. There's sh the shot glasses from all over the world. Yeah, why not? <laughs> My grandmother collected teaspoons. Shot glasses. Yeah, I you know, it's all about releasing attachments. And uh, so I think this can help us release more attachments. I realized that already about a dozen times this morning. <laughs> <laughs> That's, great. That's great. How about you, Lars? You re releasing any attachments there? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> at first, when all the people appeared, I felt like being at school, being watched all the time. But now I've got used to it. I like seeing all these people, and it's really a wonderful feeling to. I feel more personal and it's, it's better for me now. It has become better and now I feel comfortable with it. Yeah, for me it's really wonderful because uh, I love you all so much. So much. And to be able to see your faces is nice. It feels like we're, we're in a room together. It feels more intimate. Yeah. So, Carly, you haven't figured out how to use the microphone on your phone, your computer yet. No, I think doing audio, but it's, uh, and I did other stuff. I said hit pound three six pound on your phone, and um, it's <clears throat> still um, I'm still learning, I guess, <clears throat> which is life. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. How about you, Lawrence? You releasing any attachments over there regarding the video? Um, regarding the video, uh, I'm releasing a lot of attachments. I know you are. Um, I know you are. I, I, I like I like I like the video. Oh, good. Nice. I like it a lot. Nice. Yeah. Right. So, Kasi, you feeling a little left out? I'm sorry if you are. Uh, no, I'm not feeling left out at all. I'm just contemplating this because I have many conference calls that have to have that have video, and I chose not to have video because my husband uses this uh, study room a lot the same, and it it makes it not possible for him to. So that's so it was something I chose. So it's interesting listening. So. Um, I won't always not have the camera, but a lot of times I won't because because of that, because I don't have a space where I can just have, which where it doesn't disrupt what he can do. Right, I understand. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it, so it, it's been interesting listening to people of what they've been releasing because even though I don't have the video, I've been releasing stuff because I'm not using the video. <laughs> so there you have it. Yeah, and I haven't done the research yet, but I just wonder if maybe there's a, an app for the phone. Just saying. Yeah, I don't know that. It's a good question. Yeah, there might be. You know, I'm on here twice. I'm on the phone. I have a picture of the phone and my picture, so somehow. You could probably hang up your phone because that's what I did. Okay, I'm gonna hang up so you might leave me. And sometimes, Jennifer, your 
a more clear. Sometimes you sound a little bit more far away. Okay. Um, yeah, I think what I'll do too is just trying to move it a little closer to me. And I can use a headset, but I'm not going to go experiment with that. Yeah, you know, because the, the internet uh, will affect. Uh, but I'm, I looked here and um, there it's is a lot better. There's an app for the phone. Yeah. So we can get the apps. Uh, maybe, Kazi, you can get the app for your phone. Oh, that's then, a good idea. Yeah, to join us on video from your phone. Yeah. Okay. Moving onward and upward. So, um, and it, it, it's going to take me a moment to uh, adjust to teaching with the video because I'm, I'm not used to it. Um, although I'm certainly used to doing a lot of things on video. Uh, so going back to where we're on this ascension pathway and we're on the same pathway that the other masters have been on and there's no, there's no turning back. Uh, we can slow it down, of course we can, but we can't really turn back. And the great thing is, is it's just a matter of our willingness that determines how long our ascension takes. And so I find that incredibly comforting. And I, I really had an aha in Australia. I was sharing about this the other day, but I, I'd like to share more deeply about it. Uh, I was teaching about how our, in our mind, we are either energizing things that we believe which are not true all beliefs are false or we're energizing the truth which is always true it's true for everyone all the time and so the the truth obviously it sets us free and our beliefs create a sense of lack and and we don't need our beliefs at all uh, and we can't we're shedding them we're consciously shedding them that's what we're doing in our class in our walk and so we were talking about the fundamental beliefs that people have that i am bad i'm wrong and uh, i've been amazed uh, when i do workshops and i ask people again and again and again every group i try to ask them do you have that feeling deep down somewhere that you are fundamentally bad, that there's something evil about you, that you're, you might have the thought or the belief you're not good enough. Um, you know what I think, um, I, I, I want to ask you as the, the, the um, I don't know what we'll call this, but the, the hot spot you know, of someone speaking, as it bounces around, does it uh, affect the quality of my speaking? Do you, the quality of my sound when, like right now, do you hear me just as clearly as you hear me right now? Yeah. Yes? Yes. Okay. And there is a little bit of, of, um, muting or something, or a little bit less, times but 
hardly even noticeable. Okay. All right. Just learning our way around the technology here. Uh, I have a personality. I like to just ju jump in and try things. I'm like, rip that Band-Aid off. Let's just jump in the pool and test the temperature. So that's my personality. And sometimes it's like, oh, I should have prepped before I jumped in the pool. Uh, uh, that wasn't a good idea. But I learn. I learn and learn. I'm a learner. So um, in this w most recent workshop that I was doing in Australia, I was teaching about these fundamental beliefs and how because of these fundamental beliefs, we attract into our awareness thoughts that are congruent with these fundamental beliefs. So I have the fundamental belief, let's say, that I'm bad, I'm wrong, uh, something wrong with me, and then I attract into my mind, because there's something wrong with me, people don't love me, because something's wrong with me, uh, I can't get a good job, because something's wrong with me, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I was teaching all of that, and it came through for the very first time. What if we started to work with a basic belief and affirmation, I am fundamentally good. I am fundamentally good. I am fundamentally good. And all the people that had raised their hand to say, I am fundamentally bad, I am fundamentally evil, was a belief that they had, and they were aware of it. When I was saying, what about I am fundamentally good, does that resonate with you? They all were like, yeah, that really resonates with me. I am fundamentally good. So we have these two opposing thoughts. I'm fundamentally good, and there's something evil, something bad, something wrong with me. We have both of these beliefs operating at the very same time. And yet, what I had the sense of in that workshop, in that group who were meeting me for the first time, the belief, I am fundamentally good, really resonated with them. And the most beautiful thing happened. There was a woman there who came in the next morning, because there was a workshop the next morning. And she said, I had an amazing morning. And we, were, we started at 9 o'clock. She said, I've already had an amazing morning. She said, I was standing at the bus stop with a couple of guys who uh, she said, I thought maybe they were going to steal my purse or something. She said, I was actually afraid of them. I was feeling worried about them. And she said, I just decided to be brave and start talking with them. So she said, I started telling them about the workshop last night and how you taught us that I am fundamentally good and how I really liked that idea. And she said, their whole energy shifted when I said, I am fundamentally good. And she said, just, will you just try it out for yourselves? Uh, uh, how do you feel when you think the thought, I am fundamentally good? So they both were like, okay, I'm fundamentally good. And they're like, yeah, yeah, I like that. That feels good. She's like, doesn't it feel so good to just think 
I am fundamentally good. And they were like, yeah, yeah, that feels really good. And then she, she was walking down the street, coming to the thing, and she saw this guy who looked uh, unhappy. And she stopped and talked to him and said, um, how are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm not having such a good day today. And uh, I think he asked her for some money. And she said, you know, I don't really have much money on me today. Uh, but I can tell you something. You are fundamentally good. And I am fundamentally good. And I'm learning that. And I can share that with you. And I'm inviting you to pass it on. And she had invited the other guys to pass it on too. And so... She had already, before she got to the workshop at 9 o'clock in the morning, she had already told three people who looked kind of derelict to her or un unhappy. She had already told them, I am fundamentally good. You are fundamentally good. And pass it on. And she left each one of those three people feeling better about themselves and feeling like, yeah, I'm fundamentally good. I'm going to pass that on. And I was so impressed by that because, like I said, Spirit had never given me that I am Stephen before. I am fundamentally good. And I wanted to ask, I'd like to ask you all, how does it feel when you think that thought, I am fundamentally good? Just really sit with it for a moment. I am fundamentally good. How does it feel to you? Lars, you want to share? Yeah, I feel a lot of freedom inside of me. I feel that I can do whatever I want to do. Everything is perfect. I needn't have to worry about anything. So it's really a freeing thought, a relaxing thought. It's no matter what I do, I'm fundamentally good. At the core of my being, I'm good. Although I don't understand everything I do in this way, but I know that it's really at the core of my being, this goodness and this perfection. Yeah, beautiful. And I can see the good in all other people too. This is a wonderful thing. Yeah. Yeah. I can look at the pictures around us and say to all who are here, you are all fundamentally good. Lawrence is fundamentally good. Mary Christine is fundamentally good. Carla fundamentally good. And Jennifer is fundamentally good. It's really a freeing, a wonderful thought and a feeling. Yes, thank you. What about you, Lawrence? Do you notice anything when you say it? I, I feel a little resistance. I feel like that I'm, there's some resistance. I'm just, I'm not, I'm not quite convinced. I didn't feel that I tried this before last night and uh, 
and I didn't feel this resistance. Right now, I feel a little resistance. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I could see where that resistance would come and go. Yeah. How about you, Mary Christine? The minute I say it, I feel my aura expand far greater than it was. In fact, it's like it doesn't have boundaries now. <clears throat> I love it. I've been practicing with it, and it's taken me quite a while to really believe it. And I do believe it. I keep forgetting to remind myself of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is funny. Yeah, it's great. Carla. Okay, Carla, we'll come back. Kazi. Um, for me, it's in, in, in my body, I can feel an upliftment, and I actually feel my body shift, like um, it pulls me up. And it also, um, I can't remember, I think it was Lars who said that it's very easy to see that that's true about everyone else. So that my own perception expands and then my perception of the world expands. So it's very expansive. Boy, I tell you, I feel like I've discovered uh, another diamond and uh, it's, there's something about that word fundamentally. that has such a resonance like that. Well, foundationally, right? Kind of? Yes, yes. So you can hear me now, you couldn't hear me before. Yes. All right. How does it feel for you, Carla? <laughs> well, I turned the video off because it's, 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 all this is really, it's, it's challenging. The more input I have, the more it's, challenging actually it's really challenging in a way i it feels it's like i'm i have a duality about it i can feel it i can feel the truth of it i can yet um whether it's another part or we've already talked about parts before <laughs> but um there's definitely um some learning learning going on some some resistance and some uh learning not that it's needed but i think it's gonna be happening you think it's gonna be happening well i think it is happening but <laughs> i don't notice it yet I'm just going to mention because you said it um, about you think it's going to be happening. Uh, my experience when I got into that car accident in England back in 2014, um, was it 2014? No, 2013, where um, I had had this feeling for 20 years that if I ever drove a car in England, I would get into a car accident. And um, I rented a car, within five minutes, somebody hit me. And, um, and it, was, uh, it was a totally nerve wracking, really, really nerve wracking, the whole experience, especially driving the car after that. 
uh, was even more nerve-wracking. And, um, and the, the streets in a lot of those places, they're so narrow, they don't even have room for two cars a lot of time. You have to pull over. And it was just, uh, and I couldn't find my way. I was lost. I was driving around for long time and the street signs weren't helpful my google maps wasn't working and i was just completely lost but you know i i knew i would find my way eventually but it was nerve-wracking and harrowing but that experience was such a great learning for me because once i got home and uh, got myself together and had a chance to contemplate what, what could I do differently? You know, no, like I shouldn't have done it or anything. I didn't feel that, but just what could I do differently? I realized that I had had that feeling that I would get into a car accident if I ever drove a car in England. And so why didn't I clear that? I have the power to clear that thought from my mind. I have the power to clear that from my field. Why didn't I clear that? I didn't realize that I had that power. I wasn't paying attention. And so that was such a great learning for me. So even with this Zoom, um, I, I feel like there will be a learning curve to you know watching ourselves on the screen and uh, for me to teaching and because uh, sometimes I have a lot of notes and I'm managing different notes and different books and things and things that are on the computer, and how will I manage that? Well, it'll be different, and I'll figure it out. And, um, uh, but I don't have to have any thought like this will be hard, or difficult, or painful, or even I can clear other people's thoughts because we share the same mind. So, Carla, I can help you clear any resistance you have or any concerns you have. We can all help you clear it. We can help ourselves clear it because we have the power to clear the beliefs from our mind by giving them to the Holy Spirit. And we don't have to figure out how to just allow. So let's do that right now. Let's just... Open our hearts and open our minds right here and right now and go into prayer for the whole community. And so any challenges, any resistance, and any reluctance that we might have, could have about making a shift in using the technology all concerns, worries, and thoughts. We're giving the heavy lifting to the Holy Spirit. That however it unfolds, we're calling forth ease and grace, fun and joy. More peace, more love, more joy. And that we're using the technology in an empowered, godlike way to bring forth more peace, more joy, more harmony more experiences of love and conscious communion and connection in the one life, in the one mind. So we are consciously broadcasting a clearing energy, clearing resistance and reluctance to learning technology, experiencing technology. We're clearing any and all attachments to how we look or how we don't look, 
and how we sound and how we don't sound and our abilities. We're clearing any and all hesitations and resistance. We're clearing the way for expansion, for more connection. We are clearing the way to allow a more pure connection heart to heart using all the resources that we have, our mind, our voice, our image, our gestures. We're allowing ourselves to be more intimately connected with each other in spirit and to let ourselves be more transparent, to be seen and loved and adored and cherished as we are whether it's a good hair day or a bad hair day, whether our clothes are dirty or rumpled or whatever is going on, we can let all of that go and love and adore each other as we are. Absolutely accepting ourselves and each other relinquishing any idea that this visual is better than that visual. This look is better than that look. This one is more attractive or less attractive or all these thoughts of comparison and judgment. We're allowing them to dissolve and resolve, giving them to the Holy Spirit to do the heavy lifting. We are coming together in community, open-hearted, open-minded, willing to be free of all opinions and judgments. And we're using the technology to help us liberate from all limitations so we can love ourselves and each other regardless of what it looks like in the moment unconditional love the conditions become unimportant the look becomes unimportant we're connected in the heart we're willing to see ourselves and everyone else with god's eyes and this is the truth of our being so grateful and so thankful to open ourselves to this new way of living, being, and seeing. We are grateful and thankful for the opportunity to join in love. More peace, more love, more joy. We're liberating ourselves. We're sharing the benefits with everyone, sharing the benefits with our friends and our family. So grateful and so thankful to allow it to simply be. In gratitude, we know it's done. And so it is. Amen. 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 Mm. Thank you, my pioneers. Yeah. Didn't it feel good? Sometimes when 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 like people talk or <clears throat> you pray or something, some some like 
sentence will stand out. It like has this little neon some or something. It is I noticed it more. I don't know what it is. But um so the one line in that prayer which is actually seemed longer than your normal prayers, <laughs> Jennifer. But it was I am willing to see myself with God's eyes. So I don't know what you said after that. <laughs> I have no idea. But I just kept telling myself that. Beautiful. Beautiful. Somehow you're not loud enough. Well, I wasn't speaking very loudly. I was oh. speaking very softly. Yes, I said beautiful. So, and, and this is the perfect lead in to one of the things I was uh, guided to for us to talk about this morning. And uh, I know it feels like we're so highly repetitive in these classes, but that, that, that is my spiritual practice and my walk every day. It's highly repetitive. So looking at every instance where there might be a sense of discomfort and allowing the higher Holy Spirit self to transmute it and to not look for things in the world to make us feel better or to and continuously becoming more refined in our ability to recognize Oh, you know what? I'm still thinking this is the thing that's bothering me. It's out there in the world. Like right now in the distance, I can hear the leaf blower uh, from the gardener around the house. And um, that leaf blower sound, it goes right through me. There's something about that sound and certain sounds like I, I can't use a, um, a blow dryer. Because the sound of it, it's just like putting a leaf blower to my head. I just don't like that sound at all. There's something about the, the vibration of the sound that um, kind of sets my teeth on edge, if you will. And so I can hear the leaf blower. One of the things about the leaf blower, too, is it's not just a constant sound. They go, wah, 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 wah. So it it just is like this repetitive thing. And, um, but I can say to the Holy Spirit, whatever this physiological response that I'm having and this emotional response that I'm having to the sound of the leaf blower, yes, I can close windows, I can do all of that, but I can just begin with, I can begin with, allowing the Holy Spirit to transmute it. Because I, every, with every passing day, I'm more aware that my power, the key to my power rests entirely in not allowing anything to disturb my peace. Not allowing anything to disturb my peace while simultaneously not denying anything, not being in denial of anything, because I am guided by spirit to use everything in my world, everything in my experience to support my awakening awareness. 
not denying how I feel. So important not to deny, but to use everything in my experience. Yes. So I'm inviting invitations. I think it's so helpful we can recognize in each other's experience invitations of are there things that you're noticing still where um, you're working in the world of form to, try to, to change something rather than really letting spirit to do the transmutation. Anybody noticing anything? Hmm. Say that one more time, please. Sure. So, for instance, I'll see if I can give you an example. Well, uh, I'll give you the example that um, this that I had this morning where when I went to bed last night, I didn't think we were going to try the Zoom today because um, I had asked for certain things to be done and be in place before we tried the Zoom, and those weren't done. So when I went to bed last night at about midnight, I thought we were going to use Instant Teleseminar. And so um, then at about 45 minutes before class, I realized, oh, we're going to be using Zoom this morning. I had never, I had been a participant, but I had never been the leader. So I didn't know how to work the technology. I didn't know how to log in. I didn't know any of that. And, um, and I was in my preparation for class mode and um, preparing to eat a little breakfast before class. And then as I realized, okay, I have to figure out the technology. I have to. <laughs> and so I'm, I'm like, okay, so I'll figure that out. And then I'm remembering, oh, and now the place where I was going to sit and do the class that I had prepared, that won't work. Now I have to do it in a different space, find a new space. Oh, and uh, I might want to put some mascara on too <laughs> before class. So. Um, for a moment, I was thinking, there's too much for me to do. This is, uh, this is not ideal. And, um, and I started to feel annoyed, frustrated, that there was, this was not what I was planning for the class. And so I started thinking about, well, how do I change things in the world to line up so I feel more supported and more prepared. And then I remembered, wait a minute, just give it all to the spirit. So I did, and everything worked out fine. And, uh, but I could have continued to try and just figure it all out on my own. And while continuously thinking, this is not good, this is not good, this is not good. And then I probably would have uh, spilled my tea, uh, knocked over some things or uh, been unhappy with the way it worked out, not feel good about it, something like that. And then I would have come to the call feeling unsettled and irritated. And perhaps I would have uh, taken that out on you folks 
So it's when we are feeling that there is something going on that we are not happy about, to instantly train our mind instantly to give it to the Holy Spirit, to really recognize that the most important thing for us is to not allow anything to disturb our field, to make our field this temple, this treasure that we keep pristine at all times, undisturbable. One of the things that I find so wonderful about being with Venerable is I have never seen anything ever disturb her field, ever. Just never seen that. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I've spent a lot of time with her, a lot of time with her, just the two of us. And uh, many, many, many hours, and days, and traveled, and all these things with her. And me just being in my life, there are times when I'm like um, thinking, I'll just say something like, uh, oh, I, well, look, this, this, I don't like this. And she will, she'll always find some way to bring it to the light immediately. She, not, she doesn't let one thing go undetected. But she never makes me feel bad. She's never like, well, Jennifer, I think the highest and best. She doesn't ever do that. She'll just be like, well, and still, there's something we can learn from it. You know, like, oh, yeah. And I don't ever feel triggered like, oh, God, she's, she's so much more masterful than me. And I let her see how unmasterful I am. I don't ever feel that way around her. I don't ever. And uh, I've even had experiences where there was a time last summer where I, I got really angry with my nephew. I got really angry with him. And um, I'm, I was really angry. And, um, and I was trying to figure out how to bring it to the light and um, what to do. And I was trying to figure it out. And just so I can tell you the circumstances, um, in those circumstances, I was taking, oh, so my nephew, Ben, uh, 23 years old last summer and my nephew, Mikey, nine years old, we were going to the science museum and, uh, we had said we were going to leave at 1030. And I was taking them to the science museum and for lunch and we were going to spend the, the day together. And, uh, and I was excited about it because uh, I don't get to have that much time with my nephew, Ben. And uh, I was so glad we found something that he would like to do that the three of us could do together. And... I'm trying to remember the details now, but I just don't hang on to the, the details a lot of the time when it's not um, a happy memory. And so I had said to Ben like at 10 o'clock, so we're leaving at 
Yeah, yeah, 10.30, okay. So at 10.30, like at 10.20, my nephew Ben went into the shower. Now, Ben is the kind of person, ever since he was a little boy, he will take a shower for a half an hour, literally a half an hour. And our family, for a long time, we were like, Ben, get out of the shower. Other people need to take a shower. You're using up all the hot water, dude. How, you know, come on, come on. Right? So I saw him go in at 10.20, but he knew we were leaving at 10.30. So I thought, okay, he's going to take a quick shower. At 10.45, he's still in the shower. And Mikey, you know, at, at 10.30, Mikey and I were down by the car, I, and we were, we were ready to leave. And I'm like, where's Ben? He knows we were leaving at 10.30. I go up, he's in the shower still. And I thought, you know, I'm just going to see what, what he does. And I'm not going to, like, bang on the door and say, get out of there. But I was fuming. And uh, at 10.45, he's still in the shower. So he comes downstairs at 5 minutes to 11. And when he comes down to the car, I was just, I was so angry. And I just said to him, Ben, honestly, I don't know what it is that I have done that you are so disrespectful to me, but whatever it is, I would like to figure it out. And I would like to talk with you about it because I want to set this thing right. I really do. This, I am not, this is not cool. This is not cool at all. I feel totally disrespected. I'm taking responsibility for it. Whatever I've done, I'd like to be able to understand it and talk about it at another time. And I'd like to just be able to go to the museum and have a really good day today. But later, I just want you to know, I'm going to set this thing right. I, I'm not going to let this go on like this. And he was like, what? 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 What are you talking about? I'm like, it's five minutes to 11, dude. We said we were leaving at 1130. And you confirmed it, 10.30, and you confirmed it. And he was like, oh, I didn't even know what time it was. And I'm like, okay, we're, we're just going to the museum now. And we went to the museum, we had a great time, and it was fine. And then we talked about it later. Uh, but when I was fuming, I didn't know it, but Venerable called me on the phone. And she left me a message that said, Think of peace, Jennifer. Everything is peace. Peace is all there is, Jennifer. I love you. <laughs> yeah. So I wasn't thinking about her, you know. She felt it. She sent me a message. And... There are many, many times when I feel the people in this class and I, I send love and light. I send love and light because I can feel the disturbance. So that's the thing is, and when I first started Masterful Living, mm -hmm. how much I felt everybody in the class because I had taken on the responsibility of being the teacher, it, it was overwhelming to me. The first few months, the energy of everybody in the class that first year was overwhelming to me because I felt so much more from so many people than I'd ever felt in my whole life because I had never agreed to be that intimately connected with so many people all at once. It was such a sh sudden shift for me. And there were only 35 people in the class uh, or whatever it was. And um, so there's... 
we are all being called to a much more heightened awareness. And, and Lars, with you, where you have, how many students do you have? It depends, but normally 25 to 30. And on the whole, I would say 200 pupils in each year. So it's quite a lot. That's quite a lot. But that's some, for me, it's something different from uh, working with um, people on a spiritual level because it's more uh, teaching them some... Okay, it, it is a personal <laughs> relationship, but it's not so intense as spiritual work, I feel. Mm -hmm. But it has become more intense uh, as I, when I started the spiritual work because the conversations with the pupils become more deep and deeper and deeper, especially in religion, the subject religion. They talk a lot about themselves. And this is really interesting, but it's sometimes important for me to let go of it afterwards because I can feel the challenges too. Mm -hmm. So there's this aspect of our awakening that we become much more aware on all levels and there's the opportunity to be more mindful in that awareness so we start to feel more and for some people it may be they have more visuals they have more auditory things uh, for me it's a lot of feeling a lot more thoughts too of just being connected to people and uh, aware of what's going on with them and so I get prompts that come through on all different senses all the the clairs clairvoyance clairaudience clairsentience claircognizance um, and so we're working on all of these levels more and more. And so really taking everything as we, we have the power and we have the responsibility to energize more peace, more love, more joy in the field all the time and just broadcasting it, broadcasting it. And I find one of the easiest ways is really to broadcast or invoke the violet flame, just constantly invoking the violet flame to bring that energy of freedom and transmutation and forgiveness and love and alignment with divine will uh, all the time. So that's my invitation is to be a more aware of our expanding awareness and to take take it as a charge that we can bring more benefit and more benefit and for me there was a long period of being resistant and reluctant and um, truly wishing to resist that responsibility and, and not wanting to be fully conscious and aware of my expanding awareness feeling like it was a burden in some ways anybody else feeling anything like that any any other contributions to this theme well i'd like to say something about today <clears throat> in preparation because of angela's 
email, I decided I'd, you know, experiment with Zoom before we got on. So all of a sudden, this is the first time I've ever done this. I saw myself and I'm full screen, right? Actually, I had it on my larger monitor and I was really full screen and I looked at myself and I saw all those freckles and I saw everything and it was like, I can't do this. I, oh no, this is just too much for me. I, how am I going to be in this class and let everybody see me the way I am? And, and then we did it and I kept coming in and out with my, with the video and without the video. And I decided that I wasn't going to let this stop me, that this was a very good teaching moment for me, learning moment. And it also, <clears throat> that if I did resist it, then I was going to be dealing with it at, on some level at some point. And here we are, this new opportunity where we're all kind of experimenting around and looking around and finding the right buttons and everything. And it was like giving it up. It was, it felt, it feels so much better now to just give it up and just say, here, here I am, all my warts and all my freckles and my bathroom, I did change that. I took the bathroom out of the background. But other than that, it's like, here I am. I'm like, it's all hanging out. Yeah. Yeah, and you're beautiful. Oh. For reals. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. And thank you for working through your process. You're welcome. I mean, how could I not? I'm in Ascension Pathway class and I can't even be on a video. <laughs> Come on. Hey, you know, we are. This is an easy on. one, right? This isn't a hard one. This is relatively easy. It's that self-conscious accepting myself for what I look like. And even as I'm looking at myself, I know that other people don't see me the way I do. Right. Yeah. And I'm really happy to see, finally, to see the other students in the class. Oh, it, to me, it's, it's so wonderful. So wonderful. Like I said, I just, uh, yeah, I love you all so much. And so I can feel the intimacy rising. Mm -hmm. it, it's really like we are in a class. Yes. Yeah. Anybody else like to share anything? Uh, this is Kazi. I'll share something. Um, that reminded I appreciated you sharing about your nephew. Um, I've been having the, um, I was gone for three weeks and my dad, some of his caregivers um, quit. And then, so we got new ones. And for a moment of time, I would have these like, oh no, now having to try to resolve it in the world. And then I go, okay, just take a breath and give it to the Holy Spirit and just trust whoever comes is going to be the right person. And it was quite miraculous because it happened a number of times and I was able to much quicker just give it over because there was nothing I could do anyway. <laughs> but I could make myself very unpeaceful or I could choose peace. And um, it was a great, great opportunity to choose peace and it, and it always worked out miraculously. So thank you for letting me share and thank you for bringing up. I mean, I, I, had, I had the choice. 
And sometimes it's better than others, but it's given me the opportunity to choose much sooner. Yes. And did, did have things gone well, Kazi, for your dad and his caregivers? Yeah, they have. And um, I just always kept remembering, you know, whoever comes is the right person for him and for me. Because, I mean, it's not like it's, it's me and, and it always was the right person. And that the person who left needed to leave, whatever that was for. Yes. All things work together for good. There are no exceptions. Yes, it's very true. Uh, well, uh, yeah, and I, I can see where the thought of a change in caregivers could bring up a lot of uh, fear thoughts, especially because I know you've shared that that transition from one caregiver to another, had training someone new, having someone new is hard on your father, as it would be on anyone. It, it, could, it could be on anyone. Um, but trusting that this change is for the best. Yeah, and uh, the other belief I've changed is because um, I see it in him. So, I mean, why not? I mean, I should anyway. But that, you know, he's very resilient. He's very adapting to new people. And so that's also a huge blessing. But, like, you know, it's my belief that it's hard on them. And, so, you know, it had been, but it isn't anymore. So I was like, oh, thank goodness. <laughs> But everything works out for the best. Yes. Yes, beautiful. I'm just curious, can you hear the leaf blowers? Oh, good. Yes. You can? I can. <laughs> well, I have my heater on too, so I can't. Yeah. Lord, anything you'd like to share? Me? Uh, I, I just got really distracted because I'm having a, a plumbing crisis. Oh. <laughs> Something, something's leaking right now. And oh, well. It, it's under control for the moment. Okay. Uh, just for this uh, this class, I'd like to, to bring something up to all of you, and I'll be talking about this in all the classes, uh, but I'd like to bring it up first to you folks here, and that is that we, we are... As far as I can tell, we are going to move our, our, all our calls to Zoom and because uh, there's no disadvantage that I can see because uh, people can still call in just on the phone if they want. There's a ton of local phone numbers. There's just no disadvantage that I can see. And most people have a device with a camera if they would like to be on camera. And um, even if people don't wish to be on camera, they can still enjoy seeing other people. I think it will build a lot of intimacy. And, um, and uh, I think that then also people will be much, much, much more likely to feel comfortable with a new prayer partner if they see that new prayer partner uh, before and if they have some sense of them from a class or a community call. There will be a sense of, Oh, we're already connected. We're already friends. 
um, versus if, because, uh, you know, a lot of times there in, in year one, people are matched with prayer partners that have never shared in anything and there's no sense of them at all. And uh, it can be very off-putting. So uh, I think that using the Zoom technology will help people to connect more fully to their prayer partners and uh, more quickly and more easily. And what I also suspect is that people will more uh, readily use things like Zoom and Skype and FaceTime to connect with their prayer partners. Uh, for instance, I think, uh, Lars, do you almost always use Skype with your prayer partners? Yes, always. I have never used something different. Only once with Lawrence, I think, once we talked on the phone because there was no connection, but normally I use Skype and video. I feel much more comfortable. It's extremely helpful for me. Yeah, so... And I could really feel that out of the community calls would be great. Indeed. Using this technology. Indeed. I, I tell you, I have lots of anxiety because who... I, I facilitate a lot of them, so I need, I mean, I'm really feeling overwhelmed because the one thing, I see myself and I see all these actions I'm doing that, that like I'm hiding myself, I'm, I'm doing all these things, I'm, I'm going to turn off the video. I'm like, it's, it feels overwhelming to me. I want to cry. What's the thought? Is there a core thought that's, that's causing the overwhelm? I can't, or it's too much. I mean, so I'm going to have to go back to a story. So I'm working on my third printer in two weeks. And it's and right there, it's on the floor. I haven't opened it up because I don't want to open it up feeling this anxiety. I don't want to do that. So it's staying there until I let it go. And this is more. This is exactly what I need, but it's bringing it all up too. It's, it's helpful, but it's also causing me a lot more anxiety because I know that's what it is. It's, just, it's really the same. It's all the same. Everything seems different, like it's different stories, but it's all the same. It's all the same thing. But I know I don't, so I know this is to help me because I, I prayed, I'm like, I want, I'm really interested in releasing this dread I feel that, and it's about this, it's the same thing. It's all, it's all connected. But, um, I mean, it's helpful. I mean, I can see some positive thing because I I read on the email about Zoom, and I'm like, oh, I'm not doing that. I decided I'm not doing that. <laughs> no way I'm calling the phone. That's fine. And that's what I started doing. But I'm sitting here on the phone, and, like, the computer was right in front of me. I'm like, well, you could go on while you're talking on the phone and listening. 
you can look on the computer and see if you can figure it out and whatever. So I didn't have to do anything. I know it's spirit, but I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I'm even being clear because I'm, I'm feel like I'm scattered all over the place. But um, she said things come up every few seconds. And I'm used to that. I'm used to being alone all the time, most all the time. And so this is, you're right, it's more intimacy. It's very different for me. And I'm not used to it. And it's bringing up all the stuff that's what's going to be helpful. And it's going to be freaking helpful. But right now, it doesn't feel very helpful. Yeah. I'm so glad you're sharing that with us. I'm so glad you're getting it out. You're not hiding it. You're sharing it with us. So we can wrap our loving hearts around you and hold you in the light. You know, and that that's a lot. That's a lot to be able to do that, to allow yourself to be seen, felt, to be heard, and to go through your process. This it just feels like a continuation of oh, I mean I thought that in my classes I, I've been doing that. And so like this is like ramping it up to a whole new level of <laughs> Uh, um, so I'm like, whoa. <laughs> so I mean, it's all, it's all perfect. Well, you will not have to facilitate any community call on Zoom until you're ready. <laughs> you won't have to do that. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody's going to force you to do that. And there's going to be plenty of support for you. And you're going to help us learn how to support everybody in the community better to do this and to get over uh, to heal the same kinds of things that you're healing. You know, and that's, that's what makes you a great counselor and facilitator that's it brings up another thing see this is like one thing after another because i don't believe i can i know i it's so interesting to me because i hear it in my head that's not true and i know there's so many things I've done that I never, I, I mean, it's just a sport, but I climbed Mount Fuji and with four guys and they, none of them made it to the top. I'm the only one that made it to the top. So I have many, many, many examples like that during my life that say that's not true, Carla, that's not true. But I hump in some way, some way, something I'm willing to release is still 
resisting that. And just talking, I mean, here I hear, I'm like, whoa, it's, I learn from me by talking so much during these classes. So, I think I'm done. <laughs> let's all give Carla some love. We can do this this way now. Let's all give Carla some love. Send love. Yeah. Receive it there, Carla. <laughs> I am open and willing and receiving to receive. Ah, beautiful. Yeah. Jennifer, I have a technical question. Okay. Where do we, um, where do we pick up the podcast and does it, if you're going to download it, then the audio will be put into TalkShoe, just like always. So the same podcast will operate with the audio. We'll, I, we'll make a new page for the videos. Uh, on, so people who want to watch the conversation rather than listen to it can. A new page on your website or on the TalkShoe yeah. website? On the class, class page, yeah. Yeah, so what I'll do is um, I'll... Can you download the video? Yes. Yep. Uh, it's like a webinar, uh, but it'll, it'll look, I presume, just like it does now for us. Um, and so people can watch it later. Um, and uh, yeah, so we'll have the audio and we'll have the video. And uh, people can choose whichever option they like. And you know we're it, it's it will will refine it and refine it. So any feedback that you have about how to refine it, if you can send the feedback to Angela. Any feedback you have about how to refine it, if you if you have any ideas about uh, things to tell people uh, ahead of time, like th things you wish you had known ahead of time. Uh, anything like that, if you can give that feedback to Angela, it's much appreciated. Because what we'll do is we'll make, uh, we'll make some videos of our own to show people how it works and to explain it to people. But I just felt like I wanted to jump in and try it and really get a sense of it with you folks because you're, you're really broadcasting and holding the space for the whole community. And I'm just going to take a couple more minutes here, as I know we're at time. I'm just going to take a couple more minutes here and tell you um, some of what's planned for uh, the future of the Power of Love ministry and uh, living. So one of the things that I would like to initiate is to do a um, global masterful living uh, community call with alumni and uh, to I'd love to be able to do uh, community calls for finding freedom people because we have more and more people in finding freedom and 
the facts are that they, they're hungry for the connection and the community call connection, just like uh, the Master of Living people are. And um, so I'd like to be able to do a Finding Freedom community call as well. And weekly, you're talking once or once, once or? Well, or, ideally, Finding Freedom, it would be weekly. So that would be weekly all year round. Um, I'm not going to do Sacred Circle, I don't think, on video. We'll see. I'm going to see how that feels. I think I'm going to take a poll after enough people have experienced Zoom uh, before taking Sacred Circle because um, people are sharing in Sacred Circle such intense intimacy sometimes of challenges and crying and and a lot um, and um, they don't have the same relationship um, some of them do because some of them are in masterful living but see that's the thing with finding freedom we don't have prayer partners but we could move to having prayer partners say after a month community calls people might just like in masterful living we don't start day one with prayer partners we have a month to settle in before i give people prayer partners so with finding freedom they have three months in the curriculum i could give them prayer partners for the last two months i think they'd enjoy that and especially if they're doing um, some kind of weekly community call and getting to know people they would feel more comfortable with having prayer partners um, one of the things I've learned with my travels, like when I was in Germany, I was in Australia, even when I was in uh, um, <clears throat> Oklahoma City, uh, anywhere I go and I do workshops in person and classes in person when I was in Atlanta, but particularly places like Australia, Germany, uh, places where a lot of people who are coming to the workshops are not going to a church. Uh, they don't have a spiritual community. They don't have prayer partners. They're not in regular face-to-face -face classes with people. They are so hungry for the conversation that we have, the level of connection, the level of intimacy, the level of acceptance. Because you might have forgotten, because it's been a, a bunch of years now for all of you, the, the idea of being in a spiritual conversation that's completely non-judgmental, I, I don't know, it's never existed anywhere in my life except in Masterful Living. I've never experienced it. All my years at Agape, there was never a class that was, had no judgment in it. There was never a class where people weren't judging each other. I never... <laughs> I feel judgment coming from ministers, you know? And, and to be honest with you, I, I've, I've heard Reverend Michael talk about his judgments from the pulpit, you know? So, and teaching them in classes. You know, look, and, and I'm sure that you can find places where, and please, you can always point them out to me, where I'm sharing my judgments, and I don't even realize, you know? but. Do you think we're going to see that if you don't realize? 
I don't know. What? I think we're going to see that if you don't realize it. I don't know. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. 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 Anyway, um, but we have such a strong intention to practice non-judgment. You know, in Venerable's, in Venerable's teachings, definitely, I, I experienced that. You know, I, she has that intention. Her community has that intention. Um, but I still, I have to say, I experience judgment. Um, masterful living, like, one of the nice things, so Lars, I know we're going way over time here, but if you, if you need to leave, it's fine. Um, one of the really the nicest things, uh, I re reflected a lot about this when we were on the Sacred Sites Tour hey. um, with Lars and Ron Rates from Year Two and um, uh, um, Jenny from Year One and um, Myra from Ascension Pathway and Allison who... Um, uh, was in Masterful Living with us for years, so you all know Allison. Um, there, I never saw anybody get irritated or frustrated or annoyed. Not that people didn't feel it, but it was not in evidence. People were not talking about it, right, Lars? I, now, I didn't go to the breakfast with everybody because I had work to do, but... Um, do you remember anybody getting frustrated or irritated or anything like that, Lars? Never. And this was the most wonderful thing. No judgment at all. Even when it was raining, no judgment. This was really the most wonderful thing. We could really feel free to do what we want and nobody was judging us. And I felt myself when there was a judgment coming up. There were a lot of judgments coming up at the beginning, but I gave it over to the Holy Spirit and everything was fine afterwards. And this was one of the most precious things there. Yeah, there were no complaints. And we had one day where we were, our plan was to be outside the entire day and it rained, it was windy. Uh, we all got wet and rained on and we were trudging around out in the rain and my phone got ruined because it was so wet. I couldn't keep my phone dry. And um, we did change our plans a little. But and people were soaked. They were soaked to the bone. And um, fortunately, it wasn't that cold. But nobody complained. There was not one complaint. And people were happy and laughing and joyful. And you know what? Um, you weren't there, Lars, but at the end of the spiritual, because after that, we did the spiritual counseling training intensive. So that was the whole next week. And at the end of that week, Ron Rates said, he's in year two class, Ron said, okay, I just have to say, I've been with you people for 10 days, I've been away from home for 10 days. This was on the last day when he was getting ready to leave. And he said, usually after a week of being away from home, being on vacation, no matter how fabulous it is, after a week, I'm ready to go home. I want to go home. I'd like to go home. I want to go home. But I have to say, I've been with all you people nonstop, totally, breakfast, lunch, dinner, morning, noon, and night for 10 days, and I don't want to go home. I want to keep this going. Like, if I didn't go home for three weeks, I'd be happy as a clam. And so this energy of non-judgment and true acceptance and love, 
we can broadcast this to the world in a much greater way. And we're being prepared for that. I am seeing this now. So, and the technology is coming forward. And I had, I had a, a major, I'll call it an awakening back in the nineties when uh, on a, 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 either a Sunday or Wednesday service at Agape and um, Reverend Michael said, he said, remember what Jesus said to us. Everything that I have done, you will do, and even greater shall you do. And then he paused. And he said, Internet, baby. And this was like 95, 96. And when he said, Internet, baby, it went through me like this. And I didn't know what it meant, but I never forgot it. It was, it was life-changing for me. Something woke up in me. And I started to feel this, like, we can use the Internet to create spiritual community. I didn't know how to do it. I didn't know it was for me to do. But what I'm seeing now is we can take this Zoom technology and we can start to have study groups and community groups that are, yes, we'll talk about A Course in Miracles, but we don't have to be totally A Course in Miracles-centric so that people are shut out and left out. Because I got to tell you, I talk to so many people in Australia and the people I talk to in Germany, they are starving. They are starving. They're like, hook me up. How can I get into a spiritual community? How can I keep this conversation going? How can I talk with like-minded people? And they don't want to just talk about spirituality. They don't want to just listen to classes. They don't want to just read books. They want to have a conversation with somebody who's doing the work, somebody who's being authentic and transparent and real. They're, they're tired of pretending that they're happier than they are, more spiritual, more perfect, more loving than they are. They're tired of that. They really, really, really have a deep desire to just let it all hang out and be themselves and stop thinking they should be different. And they're interested in seeing the perfection in everybody else. They're so hungry for just some kind of a, a, a place where they can go and they can do this. I mean, uh, Elena and her friend drove three hours each way. And this other guy, he drove two hours just to be with us for one afternoon, you know. And, um, and then he was like, he had to stay in Australia, in Cairns. You know, 70 people showed up for this workshop in the evening, and uh, they had a very low expected turnout for the next morning. So many more people, they canceled their plans. They came because they're hungry for this conversation. And I think we can begin to offer it in small groups, uh, community groups, of just 10 people with two facilitators. And yeah, groups of 10 people with two facilitators, no bigger than that. And, and, and then we can have larger groups in the classes, but having community groups all over the world and not organize them by locale, but organize them by time. When is it convenient? So they literally could go all through the day and night continuously all through the day and night. So 
we're going to need to train a lot more facilitators. So I'm asking everyone to consider, would you be willing to start facilitating something once a month? Just once a month, would you be willing, or twice a month? Just for an hour, hour and a quarter, doesn't need to be longer than that. And you know how it is with community calls. You can just show up. You don't have to say anything. You don't have to say much at all. And especially, I'm telling you, once we move to video, people are going to be a lot more talkative. They will be a lot more talkative. Look how easy it was for me. Now, in a class, I'm calling on people uh, because I can see you and I know you and I have a relationship with you. On the phone, I don't call on people so much because I don't know what they're doing. Are they sitting on the toilet? Are they driving in their car? Are they, um, are they washing the dishes? Will they be able to unmute their phone? But when I can see you sitting there and you're focused and you're not multitasking, then I can call on you. So it's gonna be interesting how it develops, but I'm, I'm inviting everyone to consider what, what could you expand into? Could you expand into holding the space for a small group once or twice a month for an hour? <laughs> consider it. Just consider it. <clears throat> and we'll give you plenty of training and support. This is, a, this is besides the prayer thing you're what you're interested in the the call for prayer call that's different right yes yeah the prayer call would be every day but we don't have that yet correct and one of the things you can know that i'm going to be offering i'm pretty sure we're working out the details now next year by zoom via zoom we're going to do uh, the 365 lessons live every day. Goodness. Were well, you going to be giving me East Coast then? You're going to be all around, right? So it's, it's going to be the same time every day, no matter where you are? Yeah. And I'm not going to be the only one who does it. I have another Course in Miracles teacher that I've known for years, who's a very dear friend of mine and prayer partner of mine. And I'm going to invite uh, my Course in Miracles teacher friends to come in and do some as well. So Mary Christine just dropped off. So you can see how it's, I don't know. Did your screen just change? Mine changed. You got the quads? Yeah. All right. So uh, I'm going to wrap this up with a prayer. Anybody have any comments or questions? More to come. Yeah. Hey, I just want to mention Lawrence. Um, I am going to be going up to Maine in the later part of October, and I thought I could stop in Boston. And I'd love to see you. 
So, if, if you're open to that. Yeah, and Elizabeth too. All right. Are, are you ever going to visit Oregon? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, here's the thing is, I'm going to go where I'm invited to teach workshops and things like that. Uh, or where I'm, I'm living and staying. So I'll be driving from New Jersey up to Maine. I'll be up in Maine at my family home there for a while and living there for a little while. So it's easy for me to stop on the way. But that's why I went to Germany was because I was invited. That's why I went to Australia because I was invited. Yeah, I've been contemplating that. I wondered if that was the, the case. Yeah, that's why I went to Atlanta, because I was invited, you know. And um, it's, you know, those people put a lot of work into making it possible for me to come. So one of the things I just have to always contemplate is what is the best use of the ministry's resources? And I'm the number one resource of the ministry. So... Yep, I, I just I have to consider that. Okay. Yeah. But I would love to come up there. And there's a bunch of people there. Yeah, we just need to get together somehow or something. Yeah. Organizing a, a local retreat or a few workshops. Yep. Okay. Some local churches, I'd be happy to come. Very, very happy to come. Hmm. All right. Let's pray. This breath of love and gratitude, we open our hearts, we open our minds to the power and the presence of love, divine love lifting us, guiding us, living through us and as us. We are truly, truly grateful to open ourselves to the unprecedented unlimited flow of divine love. We are consciously placing on the altar any and all resistance and reluctance to anything. The only thing there is to resist is God. We're giving ourselves over to the fullness of the flow of love, which is God. In gratitude, we are consciously sharing the benefits of our life of love and peace and harmony with everyone because we're one with them. In gratitude, we allow the healing to be. We let it be. And so it is. Amen. Amen, amen. Amen. I love you all. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for being pioneers. God bless you. I do live in Oregon. <laughs> That's too old. All right. Have a good yeah. weekend. Okay. Bye. Bye, Lawrence. Fuck. Lawrence. Denver. Lawrence.